0: Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue in cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side A human tornado. A duked toy toy. An actual conversation about the meaning of the episode. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology Monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss with me via the power of the internet and a brand new streaming service. It's my best friends <laughs> in the whole wide world. If it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose.
1: Yay! Ooh, This stream yard is very cushy.
0: It's powered by a duck.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
0: Or uh, he's a very sophisticated Mallard. He's wearing headphones that have an S for StreamYard.
1: Oh, I thought that was like money. (laughs) 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 I did too. Well, StreamYard like is so duck. effective
0: at what it does that they rake in the money. Yeah, give me the money. Oh, give me that cold hard currency,
1: please. It's like he's waiting for somebody to pull to like do the magic trick where they pull a quarter out of his ear.
0: <laughs> he's like he's whack. so
1: desperate for it. He's loaded his ears with quarters. He's
0: like whack, 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 whack. <laughs> the subtitles say, "Please, sir, my please. ears are killing me." Well, we don't normally talk about ducks, but we do talk about anthology horror around here. That's a different scary story every week. We are in Season 3, Episode 13 of a little show called Monsters. Today's episode was called Household Gods. We do guess what the episode is about based on title alone. We call it the, the Dark Side Guess. Who would like to go first. Matt, Rose. I I will
2: I will I will go, I will go first. If that's okay. Household gods. Benson and Shelly Wong went to an estate sale looking to pick up a few gently used items for their first apartment. They were able to get a toaster, a blender, and a hand ma- a hand mixer for a steal. What they didn't realize was the toaster was possessed by the ancient demon Azazel. It was a toaster that kills.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Death toaster.
1: Death toaster. The toaster that eats people. Uh, Household gods. Zeus, Poseidon, and Apollo are picked to live in a loft so people can find out what happens when gods stop being polite and start being real. (laughs) Household gods. Nice. It's (laughs) a living. It's a living.
0: (laughs) Life's not the French Riviera. Household gods. Around these parts, anyone who can take care of the little one, make dinner. And clean it all up as a household god. The hardest part is that it's every day of the rest of your life.
1: <laughs> so how's
0: being a god going? Nice. Sit back uh, and judge.
1: Um, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately. unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunate. None of these
0: body. guesses were correct. So Jen, please hit us up with those
1: sweet deets. All as- right, here are the sweet beats we watched. Uh, season three, episode thirteen of monsters. This episode aired December thirtieth, nineteen ninety. Here yeah, is he the new description. Year. Happy to <laughs> hear you're still subservient to the man. Uh, here's the description from IMDB. A modern, independent wife and mother is about to learn that no woman can defy the misogynistic household gods who can turn the life of any housewife who refuses to submit to them into a living nightmare through sadistic mischief. Uh, This episode was directed by Michael Warren Powell. Uh, Monsters is his only directing credit. He also directed the episode, uh, The Farmer's Daughter. That was the one with Soupy Sales. Yeah. And... Uh, the Family Man, where the kid wears his dad's old glasses, like They Live style. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was a terrible episode. Um, uh, episode was written by Edith Svenson. Uh She's written many, many Tales and Monsters episodes. Episodes starred Deborah Van Valkenburg. Uh, she played Deborah Levitt in the episode. Uh, she was Mercy in The Warriors. She was, uh, she's the first credited female uh, ever in, in the history of time uh, <laughs> or, or INDB. I am a and, woman. I am a woman. Uh, she was Reva in Streets of Fire. And she was Jackie, Ted Knight's daughter on Too Close for Comfort. Uh, Priscilla Shanks, which is a great name, played Lauren DeAndalow. It's, I like that she has a ridiculous name, and she played a very normal name. Uh, so Pris- Priscilla Shanks played Laura D'Angelo. She uh, she's a handful of credits. She's an occasional actor. Uh, but she is uh, notable for working with vice presidential nominee Sarah Palin to improve her delivery before her 2008 RNC speech.
0: Wow. Well, there you Wondering
1: go. why that speech was good. Thank Priscilla Shanks. Uh Jeffrey Ware played Brad Levitt. Uh he had a handful of credits, occasional actor, nothing that I uh, nothing that jumped out to me. Michael J Anderson uh was credited as Little Mikey Anderson. Uh he was the household god. I was really hoping Little Mikey Anderson was the name of the baby.
0: Me too.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think its name was Sarah or something. Uh
1: Lindsay, yeah. Oh, huh. Uh in the episode I think the baby's name was was Sarah, it is. yeah, but yeah, it was Sarah. It, right. Yeah, um, uh, but Michael J. Anderson, uh, little Mike Anderson, played. Uh, he was the man from another place in Twin Peaks. Oh, no uh, way. Yeah, the backward-speaking uh, guy He was Samson on Carnival. Uh, he was also Holly in the episode Holly's House.
2: Mm-hmm. There it uh, is. Lynn wasn't that like episode two of Monsters? I want
1: to yeah, say uh, yes. two, or, two or
2: three. Two or three. No, episode one was Fever Man correct
1: oh yep okay then i think it was two uh, yeah because well, that there's, had, there's no had way for the, us the to bird. know
0: yeah. i mean <laughs> yeah why would we why would a show focusing on anthology horror ever fact check itself
1: <laughs> 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 uh uh lynn frazen cohen played edna the mother uh this is one of her four credits on imdb she also played elderly woman in 1991's a kiss before dying uh, and Lindsay Schwartz. This is her only credit. I assume that this was the actress who was playing the baby. She did a great job because she was a baby.
0: Very convincing. Very believe. Yeah. Very yeah. believable.
1: That's, that's all I have here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm really going for it today.
1: Excuse, excuse me Excuse me I'd, I'd like to It's family hour
0: <laughs> do, 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 do,
1: do, do. There must be something on oh, let's, be let's watch it <laughs> hey, hey, look at that, It's uh, starting <laughs> Let's, let's get This bit. is the dumbest bit. I can't. We can This going for three seasons. Three. <laughs> oh, well, brother. you know,
0: man lives in the sunlit, <laughs> in sunlit world. world of what he believes, what he believes to be in reality. reality,
1: but <laughs> but there is uh, unseen. unseen by by most. An underworld. The world. is it It's a, a place that's just as real, not as <laughs> <That's laughs> nice, brightly lit. lit. It's a real dark side.
0: It's a real dark side.
1: Oh, door good. that's still in there.
0: <laughs> yup, <dad>, uh, my <laughs> Accomplishment of my children. Gone. <laughs> The realization that I only have a child, gone. (laughs) The the opening preface to the Tales from the Dark Side, locked in, baby. (laughs) The door from the monster swings wide open, and hello, baby, it's tax season.
1: (laughs) I I was immediately concerned for the safety of this baby. Like, the, the, the actual baby.
0: Uh,
2: why why tales,
1: is Because Tails and or Monsters, this was this was like a newborn-ish baby. This is a very small baby. Uh, yeah. And I was just concerned. This is not a good place for a child. I don't know what the episode is about, what the production value was, <laughs> <Is> <laughs> really that, who's uh, in it. But this uh, is no place for a child. This is
0: no place for a child.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The, we see this baby in her mother's arms. And the mother is... I, I'm going to imagine that she she had like one of those calculators with a printer on top of it but she, it was like an adding mm-hmm. machine wasn't it yeah my mom had one of those that's how she always did the bills when we were a kid like you would just hear like clackety clack 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 ching 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 ching, ching. <clears throat> yep yeah and it's a very familiar sound but she's sitting covered with full reams of dot matrix paper yeah 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 so hey continuity guys
1: and and holding the baby Right. And holding the baby and, like, tickling the baby's toes. She's in bed Next with to her, her husband. Man. Next to what appears to be a sleeping meth addict.
0: Oh <laughs> hey, uh, you mind, uh, shutting up?
1: You keep pressing those buttons right. I'm going to make another one of those in you.
0: <laughs> you think you can't double down? You keep pressing those buttons. I'm going to make another one of those in you. Wow. Jenny looks mortified that she
2: says that. She, I like how she's covering her mouth.
1: It's as though the spirit of Matt Noss possessed me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
0: Who's your favorite now, audience? (laughs) Still Jen. Still Jen. We all know it's still Jen. Uh,
1: So she's doing it all, baby.
0: Well, if you you didn't notice from this subtlety of a, a lady in bed holding a baby, chomping out the numbers, this is a businesswoman. And she is about to business, business, business all over this baby. It's well, the next and, uh, morning, and hold
2: on, Matt. Hold on, Matt. She says, "I know, I amaze even me."
1: So she does. She has a little pride here, but she also does. you should be fucking proud. Your your husband. Yeah, this she's feels... taking care of a baby while
2: adding while her dumbass husband fucking. Yeah, he's uh, he's useless. Go ahead. For
1: for a year of lockdown, this feels this feels very uh, very relatable. Um, I, I have, I've done this. I have. Yeah, I, I think, I think we've all probably done something similar to this right now. And you're just, you're just trying to get by and you're rocking the cradle with one foot and weeping into a ham with the other <laughs>
0: Oh, have you ever had a good ham cry?
1: No. Oh,
0: just, just get a honey baked and lay the just tears Rub your foot it. on it. Oh, that's not glazed with honey, baby.
1: That's-
0: Sweet tears. Those are those are daddy's
1: salt tears. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a good one. Tears, All right, so it's those, are are tears.
0: those are daddy's tears of regret. All the things he left undone.
1: Oh, just pour him into the shame. House. And
0: the cat's in the cradle. The salt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, now it's the next morning. And uh, we're going to get quite the uh, business uh, dialogue drop. Where the husband basically says like, hey, don't try to do it all. Beware of superwoman syndrome.
1: Is that a thing? No. Okay. Uh,
0: no, I, I really I don't think so. I mean that like so. a
1: medical thing. Is that like a saying?
0: Well, if it was. I have never heard of it. I have heard a be careful with the expectations that society puts on you as a new mother, because yeah. they're unrealistic and fucking crazy,
1: right? That I've heard.
0: Okay. <laughs> that I have also told my wife. Yeah. Like, hey, whatever you need, I'm here to help. Yeah.
2: Now, if you don't, mind- well, this this is this is a twenty minute episode, Matt, and they have all and kinds of dumb bullshit they have to fit in here. So it's far.
1: 1990 and this is clearly this is this husband is a real fucking piece of work yeah. maybe this is what it was like though maybe it, it, i'm sure i'm sure my mother would say that uh you know no, she wasn't i mean she was a, she was a housewife she wasn't also trying to work a job the way this episode acts like like being a housewife isn't a job in addition to having a job and addition to raising a child. Like, I guess, I guess there's some hubris that she has that she thinks she can do all of this. I don't, I don't know. I, there's, there's the message of this episode gets a little convoluted because I like to think, I know I'm jumping all around. I like to think that this, I like to think that Edith Spenson had good intentions making this episode. And that this is some sort of commentary on the, You know, the weights that get put on women and how, you know, this sort of institutionalized sexism that you're just sort of forced into, especially how motherhood forces a decision on you and fucks with careers.
0: I I think when we get to the writer's room, we can expound on this a lot more because I think you're right. I think there is something that could have been said in this episode Unfortunately, the moment that the husband leaves, we hit us. Matt,
2: he's not even gone yet. And it happens. He's out of frame.
1: They're like saying well, no, they're, goodbye they're, to each they're, other. They're, they're yeah, embracing. They're,
2: they're kissing, and she like puts her leg up or what, like or her, her, oh, her, yeah. her, back foot up. And that is, oh God.
0: So like so, Jen,
2: you sent, you sent a group text to us earlier and you said at one fourteen, I am done with this episode. Yep. Yeah. yeah I no, get, I, paused, I, get,
0: I paused it to 1.10. I paused it yeah. to, I was at one sixteen, and I was like, what are we in for? So let's yeah. once again, set the scene. Let's fast forward through some of the details, but we've, we've woken up. We've, we've seen a businesswoman holding a baby crunching numbers early in the morning. And yeah. now the next day, she's saying that she's staying home. To take care of the business uh, To take care of her business And take care of the baby And her husband's off to work They're at the door kissing And then One of the strangest things I have seen in a long time Happens Because The human tornado (laughs) Just (laughs) moses into frame And like It's stop motion It's weirdly shot it's weirdly animated weird and puts a bucket on the counter and then wheels away to which i write what is that yeah
1: and it's it's uh, we should say the human tornado here is um is a little person and it's all in white like he it looks sort of like a ghost
2: I referred to him as Edgar Winner a bunch of times. Oh,
1: okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Um, it very much reminded me of that Kid Bits commercial uh, where there's a smart way to watch TV, where there's a woman... <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Was, was that-, that
1: a local thing or was that syndicated?
0: So I think it was local. Kid Bits was local Detroit. Okay. But I believe it was syndicated, so it might be a Midwest reaching thing.
1: Well, but- I would love to know if anybody else... Saw this,
0: but well, so wait—you mean kid bits with Gary Ed Mac, right? Correct. That yeah. was out of Detroit, so that was a Channel Four production. Channel Four yes. WDIV Detroit production. But Baby. those those commercials were national commercials. Oh, you okay? You
2: so see, you're talking about the one with the guy spinning.
0: Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. The guy spinning, and who the guy who was always like, "There's a smart way to watch TV." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They might be a sponsor later in the episode. I, I no tally, but uh, so th- all that aside, the th- th- this this dusty <laughs> dusty spinning dude comes in with this bucket, drops it off, and uh, she sees the bucket and she's like, huh.
2: So I, I have to. Point out the sounds that are made. Thank you. When when the when the little the little dude starts to do stuff because it, you know, when you would be watching a cartoon or like a dumb show in the seventies or eighties, and there would be a UFO and it would make that weird like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that is the noise that it makes whenever the uh, the little guy shows up, and.
1: They blew all of this episode's budget on a theremin.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's the theremin from Pet Sounds.
1: Right. (laughs) It's really cool. It's a really cool
0: theremin. Because it doesn't... You can actually choose the notes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All of us at this point want to turn this episode
1: off. We thought we did think about... Yeah, throwing in the towel. That raises the, Matt yeah, the, the possibility the of a stopper, which has not been mentioned in, I, I will say, yeah, like I mean, early years.
0: 2007, like, August 2017 is the only yeah. time that we use the stopper.
1: Yeah, guys, yeah. we have
2: enough saved up where once it gets <laughs> to like the last five episodes, we don't have to watch them. We, we can, can just ride just, this we thing We can out. just say, fuck off, yeah, and do our <laughs> own shit.
0: <laughs> well, we're not going to pull the stopper. Because, I don't know, there's too much to this episode. And I really do want to talk about, like, at the end, could this episode be saved?
1: Uh, Uh, This is when there's a knock at the door, yes?
0: Right. She's on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about old equipment. But then we meet easily one of the strangest characters we've ever met in this
1: show.
2: Yeah. And doesn't she just walk
0: in? We meet Laura D'Angelo. Yeah. But the we way meet she
1: the prom- neighbor who yeah. is the Stepford wife who may be holding a baby in her arms. Right. What so I thought. I,
2: she's got she's got something in a little
0: blanket.
1: I assume and- that was purposeful. Like they wanted you to think maybe she had a baby in her arms.
0: But is also yeah. very pregnant. Yes. Yes. So she she's holding something that looks like a baby. Uh, she introduces herself, and I almost want to play it because it sounds like her name should be Laura D'Angelo, but I believe she says, my name's Laura D'Angelo.
1: Yeah, I, I think, think you're we right. Should,
2: I think we should hear it, Matt, because we can also yeah, hear her the stupid, voice is so the weird. stupid noise. Like,
1: I don't know oh. if she's supposed to be on A Million Quaaludes or a, just a she separate voice.
2: the weirdest delivery.
0: It was. It was stunted like she would be talking it was like Christopher Walken. yeah it it was like that but also yeah i'll just play it yeah y- we you have to we hear... we can't we
2: can't explain it it just yeah let's let's let Laura D'Angelo <laughs> describe it
0: okay here we go hi i'm Deborah. you must be um laura d'angelo 3d
2: can i lend a helping hand to the new mom
0: Lauren, Lauren Dangelo, 3D.
1: Can I help a hand a helping hand to the new mom?
0: It's me, Lord Dangelo. Come down to Dangelo's Angelo, where we give you a pitted prune for every time you high-five the ape at the door. <laughs> That's right. And Lord D'Angelo's, Angelo's. it's the only Italian restaurant in Mount Clemens that also has an ape by the door. You might be wondering to yourself, how'd you get that? To which we say, shut up. Don't worry. (laughs) D'Angelo's,
1: D'Angelo's. This is my sister. (laughs) I'm Angela. Angela Delangelos. At at our D'Angelo's family restaurant, we serve food.
0: (laughs) Maybe you've heard of it. We have hot food, red food, beige food. You put it on the plate, you put it in your mouth. That's how food works.
1: Hey, you like sauce? Sauce, sauce, sauce. We've got it. We've got it coming out of every hole.
0: That's right, and you will too because you're gonna be loaded to the brim with rim rim jobs. What?
1: <laughs> take that take that to the bank, you you freak. Yeah, but don't say it out loud, because that's my grandma in the kitchen.
0: She works her fingers to the bone, but we don't pay her enough to retire.
1: She won't she won't take it, even if we offered it to her, which we didn't. Bless we just, her heart.
0: <laughs> yeah. By the way, when she dies, so do these restaurants.
1: So you better eat your fill. Come up to the trough, strap on a feed bag, Italian style, and only in Mount Clemens. The ape
0: at the door will punch you if you don't give it a high five. <laughs> here at D'Angelo Angelos, we're here to tell you one thing quantity counts, and shut up. <laughs> Have you ever wondered yourself, mm, you know what a good gift for a new mother with a baby is? Oh, a plaited loaf. Perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, Swallow I- it like a child. Add to the confusion. <laughs> Swallow it like a baby. Hold it in your arms. Walk into an apartment that is not yours. Make yourself at home. <laughs> Without
1: ever introducing yourself to the owner.
0: Until she asks, as God intended.
1: Who are you? Why are you in my
0: house? I brought you this planted loaf. All wounds balmed. (laughs) My nose is pouring out blood. Whatever gas leak is happening, it is coming through the microphones into your rooms. Yeah. Oh my I God. just
2: want to know why you had to high-five the gorilla.
1: <laughs> that
0: ape? Oh,
1: he's seen one to Don't so many... call him a gorilla. <laughs>
0: that's, that's your first mistake. First mistake. A a mistake. Call, call that ape a gorilla. <laughs> He'll murder you. Look, he's only able to get one thing out of the cage, and that is his paw for a high-five.
1: He killed our grandfather for less. <laughs>
0: Never getting those recipes back. <laughs> and those were the good ones.
1: So she's kind of she's like shitting on her for already being a terrible housewife.
0: The uh, Lauren D Lauren D'Angelo comes in, ten days rain with the voice to match,
1: mm-hmm.
0: no inflection, just beaten down. Yeah. And she's
1: pregnant. She's taking. She's trying to raise a loaf of bread.
0: And she as had her own child. right. She made a plaited loaf, which is a beautiful. Beautiful. It's a
1: beautiful plaited loaf.
0: But she's like, you have to let it rise three times. Three, three times. Oh, look at this! I'm pregnant again. <laughs> oh, you have to wash your glasses before you put them in the dishwasher. Now, I feel like. Our our main character, our heroine, is doing the best to not be like, "Bitch, get out." Yeah, (laughs) but she pretty much is telling her like, "I got this covered. Thank you very much. I do not need your help. I'm a contractor. I just this uh, is a
1: the whole thing is weird because I mean, obviously the whole thing is weird, but it's like, so she we're assuming she quit her she sort of explains that she decided to leave her job to stay home or not leave her job, I'm sorry. Uh leave her, her job work from her home while she raised the baby mm-hmm. uh, was was her plan. But it, it did this all happen in the course of the day? Like and did they also get a new apartment? Because it's the neighbor just came over. This is a new neighbor that she has not met before. Right?
0: Yeah. That's the presupposition.
2: So yeah, you'd, like like you said earlier, the baby's really young. Like maybe maybe she she ran through, you know, whatever maternity leave she got from the business she owns, and then you know started working from home instead of working in the office.
1: Yeah, but but and and also moved, I guess. So the, the fact I, think, that I think they're in a new community. place. Yeah. Okay. All right. She sees the mop bucket. She does, does she say something about the mop bucket? No, but
2: she smiles a little bit when she sees the mop bucket okay. or like, has like a
1: face. So she recognizes Lauren. the mop bucket.
0: Yeah. Lauren yes. knows what this bu- yeah. mop bucket means.
1: Yeah. And then she turns to the bassinet that she has not looked at this entire time and says.
0: The grossest line read in such is- a long time. I hated this so much.
1: Is this the little Oogie Boogums? The Woogie Boogum Something that no one has ever said.
0: Oogum Boogums?
1: Ugum Boogums. This is when
0: oh, I was I concerned.
1: I, I didn't know if this was a choice from the actress or if the actress was just was just unwell.
0: <laughs> true. True. There was a moment where I was like, is she okay?
1: She's straight up speaking in tongues to that baby. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, our heroine is walking around and being like, look, I'm here. I'm working from home. I'm a contractor. I'm Uh, doing the best I can. And plus, you get to write things off on taxes. You'd be surprised what you can write off. I think
2: this is where she asks her if she's done the floors today. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. When she checks out, she's checked out the bucket. She's with the baby. Hey, did you do the floors? It's like, no. No doing the yeah, fuck off
2: this is oh you see the bucket that's that's my i my husband's idea of a joke
0: he's a real eddie murphy oh yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, you're real ruth buzzy at what point so she leaves and then there's then the altar appears
0: yeah there's a flash forward in time okay um that she that uh lauren is gone and now um she's alone it's
2: well, yeah, this is – this is a to later, and this is where she gets a phone call from the husband.
0: Correct. And this is where she says and you're a regular Eddie Murphy. Yeah, you're a
2: real yeah.
1: Eddie
0: Murphy, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: There are – this is – there are several points in this episode that are sped up.
2: Yes. Yeah. Which is
1: w- weirdly sped up, like, like, like an episode of The monkeys or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, like when she puts the stuff away at the altar,
0: she finds. Yeah, right, yeah, so she starts.
1: She finds this altar. There's candles and, and household dishes, and silverware.
0: Now the layout of this apartment, I'm imagining, is basically the set from Friends. Right,
1: mm-hmm. it is
0: just a huge room. Yeah, and it's divided into a kitchen and kind of a living area. There's nowhere else that we see. Right. And there's nowhere else that she would go cuz the bassinet is in the kitchen and the phones yeah. in the kitchen. Well, there's a bedroom somewhere, right?
2: Yeah, yes. there's a bedroom and there's a,
0: we can only assume a bathroom. But I'm just kind of like, how did she miss this altar being set up? Mhm. But then well, again, well, he was cause, magically cause spun it was,
1: in.
2: Yeah, he he magically spun in and did it. Cuz I think you, that's I think you actually hear the UFO
0: noise. Um well, it gets set up she freaks out and it's like a tea set you know yeah. so it's like
1: then, but then she goes around like yakety sack style like looking yeah. and you know opening doors and checking under beds with a meat, meat cleaver, cleaver?
0: <laughs> and i'm just like uh, uh i made a seance circle to the dark lord in the middle of your kitchen oh beautiful <laughs> <Hope you laughs> mind
1: uh and that's that's the act break yeah right? once
0: she cleans it up yakety sack style Uh, We get our first act break And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side After this
1: Oh no Yellow wax build up Have no fear The pink tornado's here I'll get rid of that wax buildup. Ever wonder why there are commercials on TV Well the people who make them Pay to run them And that's the money the TV people use to buy the shows It's like a trade Advertisers get to show you their products And in return, you get to watch the shows. There's a smart way to watch TV.
0: If you watch old movies
1: on TV, you see a lot of guys get punched out. But if you watch closely from another angle, you'll see that I'm not really getting punched at all. See? Those are nothing but near misses and sound effects. TV fights aren't quite so scary when you know that. Right Tex? A real punch would have hurt you now. Hey, remember, there's a smart way to watch TV.
0: Now, I'm not trying to say... Hold well, on, one second. Um, now, I'm not trying to say that I've modeled my entire comedy career after the guy who made the There's a Smart Way to Watch TV commercials but if if my comedy personality were to be summed up it's the guy
1: who made from the smart way to watch tv smart way to... did i do that i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm sure we've talked about this before but the uh, there were also the um these were all commercials from like the american health board or you know children's it, it it was like public TV commercial spots. Oh,
2: I was gonna I was gonna say time with the ones where the guy had like the guts, Mr. Uh, there Body. Was that
1: one. Yeah, Mr. Body. Uh, and then there was also the um, the cartoons that had the little uh, hanker for a hunk of cheese. Cheese, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Saturday, t- the Saturday is or... what I was thinking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which it was like you know tr- a fun treat you could make instead of a Sunday, you could make a Saturday. And it was the most disgusting recipe. And it was, I just it was pineapple bored. rings,
2: a banana, a grape, and cottage,
1: cottage cheese. cheese. Are, yeah. you re-
0: well, are, are you ready for some Time for Timer?
1: For yes. a great thing you eat any day of the week. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, howdy, partner. Time for Timer. Do you ever get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When my ten-gallon hat's a few and five-gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on! Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get-up-and-go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. A slow slowdown, or any time I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slab or slice a chunk of, a sniper
0: day is a winner.
1: If Monday's bad, or Tuesday's sad, make a Saturday. It's a Sunday. Wednesday rain or Thursday's gray, make a Saturday. Like a Sunday. Instead of half a banana and a pineapple ring, and yogurt cream and smooth, pop a grape on top and back, a Saturday Treat any day of the week.
0: Make a Saturday. Now that's a Saturday. Wait a second. Let's let's just rewind those instructions.
2: <laughs>
0: now stick a banana in a pineapple ring. Pineapple ring.
2: Okay.
1: Pineapple. Okay. Ring.
2: Yeah, is good. It's so, a so, so salad,
0: kind of. Yeah, I'm with it.
1: That cream Interesting that Matt and I both thought that it was cottage cheese. Jeez.
0: Interesting. We're having a real Mandela a effect
1: real, here. A real stain, yeah. Well, it's, so it,
2: it might be, it might be that we're just mixing two things up.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Mm.
2: Because maybe. I know, I know that there was something that maybe it was peaches and cottage cheese. Maybe that was that was a like that's a, a classic that combo. Did.
0: I could see that. It
2: is. It is. Yeah. I,
0: I felt like Time for Timer had more snack ideas. I I thought so too.
1: I will say that that yogurt going around this banana looks looks like cottage cheese. It looks pretty gross. It's like plain yogurt.
2: But it's creamy
1: smooth. <laughs> well, they're saying creamy smooth, but it does not look creamy smooth.
0: <laughs> it's creamy smooth. Uh, well, I think we could probably, uh, get lost in this hold.
1: Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. For, for a much longer, which would keep us away from this, uh, episode of television. And yeah. we're back. Um, oh, th- we're introduced to the gray hand of screwing things up. Our, uh, our household God, as we're about to find out, is a mischievous God. And he is here trying to make sure everything our heroine does goes wrong because honestly well, why she's doing fine fine if everyone wasn't getting on her shit
2: she would be doing a great job but you know when everyone's sabotaging you if you know
1: so I guess no. that is the point maybe maybe yeah, that is yeah, the, I, the I, hamfisted I, point that she would be great that this is possible if systems aren't set up to to destroy you, you fail yeah, yeah.
2: Well, yeah i guess that's a valid point uh so she it's she's got the casserole she,
1: yeah
2: very bad so she she puts the casserole in the oven closes it puts it at i don't know 350 whatever you would put a casserole in at, um and, and then the hand of screwing I think things she up says, well i think she says something like i've got this
1: cover says i can't do it all
2: something yeah like yeah yeah and then she takes a phone call uh and that's when we see the the pale hand reach over and turn it up to broil which is a lot hotter than 350 yeah and uh this is when apparently the person on the phone with her uh tells her that she's got brass balls because she says i've always wanted them and brass too
1: yeah
0: Right, but we also get introduced to a world without zinc because (laughs) everything starts to go way wrong for her. You know, now...
2: She smells the smoke. She goes over um, and she opens it. The smoke comes out. The smoke alarm goes off. The baby starts crying. And then suddenly she's how foam.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. she just has a straight up meltdown. And you know what? I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You just kind of like the only thing is she just stayed on the phone t- for too long. She yeah. should have yeah. she should have been like, "You know what? I'm going to give you a call back." Call back. Um, I got a situation. It's here. her
1: first day, basically though. She's she's yeah. just yeah. she's figuring it out.
0: But like a, f- a potential fire hazard usurps everything, right? Like
2: Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, and also, I mean, this guy kind of sounded like a ballbuster anyway.
0: Well, if you want to make it in this world, you
1: need You it. want that $5,000 or don't you?
0: Brass balls. Steel clits and brass balls. You know that old turn of phrase. <laughs> what everybody says. mm mm-hmm. um, It doesn't take too much longer before we get a cutaway to our good friend, Laura D'Angelo. and uh, Just walking in unannounced. And we're... If you thought this was a Stepford wife situation, she's about to lay it on the line. Yeah, yeah.
1: Just this, immediately
2: starts shaming her.
0: Yeah, she's like, She's uh, saying
1: that you just cannot... You're, you're like, you can't you family and can't career. Do yeah, you
0: literally can't do it all.
1: There is an order, and if you try to do a mom's duties, you'll offend the gods. The, uh,
0: yeah, the household gods. To which... Uh, Deb
2: rightfully laughs in her face.
1: Yeah,
0: he's waiting for you. Go to the altar, which now is it? At, I'm trying to see from my notes. No, it's not this part. But there is a new altar, isn't there?
1: This isn't the toilet altar. All yeah,
0: right. this
2: is. This comes. This comes later. Um, so she says the first kid qualifies you, and it requires the utmost devotion. The Time is now lightning, thunder. He is waiting. Um, Goes and to then, the altar. They cut, then it cuts to uh, Brad is home and Deb is talking to him
1: while folding laundry. Uh,
2: and he's in, oh god, and he's like, Well, you know, she has a point, men and women are different. Um,
1: yeah, that was pretty gross. Uh,
2: astute observation, Gallagher.
1: Um.
0: And she She, she asks
1: him to mop at one point because she's folding
2: clothes. And he's like, yeah, so she's, I'm folding you mop. And he just, he makes the most disgusted face.
1: Yeah. But he does it. And then uh, uh, the God like tracks in mud.
0: Right. Yeah. The God shows up from the closet. He shows up in the sink. He's tracking mud on the newly washed floor.
1: Why is he a yeah. god and not like a gremlin or a demon? Yeah, or? yeah.
2: I, that's a that's a really good question.
1: Well,
0: so he mops. The husband mops. She comes out and sees the the floor. She yells at her husband. He's like, "It's not my fault."
2: Yeah, I thought you mopped it. And he's like, look at your shoes. Yeah, he says, check your shoes. Uh, And then he goes and he opens the dishwasher and there's a bunch of food to which it looks like he is just as puzzled as she is.
1: And then he says, I think the disposal's on the fritz.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think the disposal's backed up where it's like, do you not know how dishwashers work? Well, this guy does does not know how. Well,
0: Well, then that's that's when she looks in the sink sees the monster
2: sees the face for some reason she sees the face in the dish
1: in the the
0: the,
2: the hole
1: and she screams and he's like relax deb
0: now it's nighttime she wakes up
1: well she can't sleep
0: i think isn't
2: that it and he he starts yelling at her she uh, can't she
1: sleep can't because sleep. she can't sleep because the the baby the, the keeps baby. the baby keeps waking up every time because the, she the falls God asleep. keeps poking the baby poking, yeah right, yeah.
0: and I'm like, I will murder this guy
1: if something <laughs> happens to that baby, I was gonna be very upset,
0: so the baby calms down, but this is where we get to see the duked up toy toy um
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we somebody
1: did a real paint job in there. <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) This this toilet. Somebody walked in and just unleashed the beast on this toilet. Their house would would stink.
1: This is yeah. This is the toilet from train spotting.
0: She then begs to the heavens, like, if you're there, let me see you. Yeah. And then he shows up. He basically puts like a bucket and a mop by her. And she's like, You, you little. And she throws the mop water. And of course, it doesn't hit him. It's, it's Brad. Rightfully so. He
2: is the worst.
1: Yeah.
0: But he's also like,
1: <laughs> What the fuck? The fuck? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's
0: and the that's act, an act break. break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this.
1: We're medicine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, me too. It's yours? No, i My mother said she found it in your closet. <laughs> I don't know. when a guy guys was. Lost
1: of what? Look, Daddy, That's why. Where my... did you get it? That is. Answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, you are right.
0: Right. I learned it what you by watching you. you. Parents who use,
1: Parents drugs, use have drugs have children I mean, who use drugs. So, oh, so Here's that dad thing. does not let him get a word in, Edgewood. No, he didn't. He really didn't let him answer at all. That dad.
0: If that dad's doing those drugs, he has a great front. Yeah, because that dad is square as square as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> he he looks like Leonard Maltin. It's Like <laughs> I don't. Be- I don't believe Leonard Malton is like dying off and doing some heroin.
1: Yeah, but he comes in in a in a coke rage, so I'd buy it. Well,
2: but I thought it, I thought it was just weed. I thought that he just found like some 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 joints. It looks something. like in it a, looks a like a cigar box.
0: Yeah, it looks like a cigar box with like a a, a dope pipe. Mm. Uh, old... I love that
1: Weezer song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give me a dope pipe.
1: Dope
0: pipe. Dope pipe. <laughs> Fuck! It's so stupid.
1: That's so dumb.
0: uh you know what? Uh, don't do drugs. There you, go. There you uh, go. What's that? Well, you know.
1: Let's land this plane. Let's land
0: this plane. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to tell you we are back. And there's garbage everywhere. Clean shirts, Soap. clean them yourself.
2: I, I have to. I have to say, the music in this part is insane.
1: It really gets progressively worse throughout the throughout yeah, the episode, I, and it was I, not good at the beginning of the episode.
2: Yeah I I can't even think of how to explain it aside from like you know when you hear uh like old old jazz and stuff and like the the dudes were like playing the trumpets and they had like the, yeah. the stoppers or whatever Mhm it sounds like that only on a Casio keyboard
1: it is Yeah it's terrible The the piano throughout this episode and this is such a stupidly inside reference but when you go to an improv show and there is a musical accompanist and you know it's like someone says something funny and it's like dar-dinc, dar-dinc, dinc, 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 just yeah. just adding the sounds like somebody was playing piano while they were doing the scenes for some reason like somebody's That's uncle was there to kill time.
0: the laughs are there's laughs yeah. all around this show <laughs> Uh, I wasn't laughing because this bitch straight up makes death cookies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so she's had enough of uh, of the household god. And so she's putting rat poison and... And Drano. Clean cleaner and, and, and a whole bunch of other stuff uh, in. And yet somehow they make perfectly formed, like, monster cookies or something. Um, like, those cookies looked like... Pretty decent
1: cookies. I thought maybe She's... she like iced the cookies in the in the the poison, but you, you it's not like if if the god was going around like eating all the food in her house, then that would make sense. But yeah, why the, did they, you they make wouldn't the have cookies. had food
0: in the dishwasher? I'm right. Meaning... Yeah, this guy makes no sense. It, it, it is these these murder cookies are a bit much, and yeah, I don't think they would have stayed formed, but somehow they do, and um the. The household god comes at night, takes one, gives it, like, a little nibble, and he's like, I know what this is. is I know. Nice
2: try. Nice, yeah. yeah, (laughs) Nice try.
0: I've eaten bleach before, so no big deal. Let me just throw a couple of these in your husband's briefcase.
2: Well, so hold on. One thing that I noticed before, in between those two scenes, uh, Brad gets home early, and he walks over to the cookies, and he takes one. And she mom-kung-fus that cookie (laughs) right out of his hand.
1: To try to save his life.
2: True. Yeah, I mean, well...
1: For some reason.
2: Or does not go to jail, yeah. Uh, So, that is when the the household god attempts to eat a cookie, and then is like, nope, I know what you're trying. Puts it in Brad's briefcase, uh, and then... Jeez, what does it cut to? The next night?
0: Well, it, it cuts to er, later that evening for sure.
1: Yeah, Because yeah. Brad doesn't and, come and home from
2: work. Yeah, and so she's, she's, she has the phone, uh, and then she hears the door, so she, she hangs the phone up, and runs over it, and Brad, Brad, Brad? And it's the mother-in-law, and for some reason, Laura? Yeah, which the neighbor. Yeah, which doesn't Make because they're they're reason?
1: both in the cult, I guess.
2: Well, yeah, I, I guess so. Um. And <laughs> didn't didn't uh, didn't she say I got you? Uh, when bread yes. left. Yeah, because the cookies were all gone.
0: <laughs> yes, and she's like, "I got you, I got you good. I I how, how long did it take for you to get rid of your household god for me? Three days." Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: yeah. Like she's doing a victory dance well before the uh, the
0: clock's the still ticking, line. baby. Clock. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So yes, uh, her, I guess her husband's mother and Laura come in and start reading her the riot act and like repent now. Those cookies melted through your husband's suitcase briefcase.
2: He's out. He's out getting drinks. Uh, because uh, because you're such a was crazy gonna, woman, he was going to call the psych ward because your cookies melted. Well, so when she called them cake, which is not what they were, uh, and they melted through his briefcase, which also doesn't
0: make. Look, sense. you got to repent just... now. And then we get a very surreal, like this is a real Dolly esque nightmare of a. Uh, um,
1: yeah, it's kind of a Rosemary's baby kind of ending. Yeah.
0: We've got yeah. we've got a dirty we got the duked toy toy in the middle. <laughs> we've got the the mother on one side, Laura on the other side, she's going down to clean it up. And the well, uh, but there's
2: there's all three altars there. It's not right. just it's not just the duked toy toy. <laughs> it is also <laughs> it is also the first one with the plates and the candles and the silverware and then uh there was
0: another. There wasn't the mop, mop was. bucket or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the mop bucket. And and then it, but so now I guess they've appeased the uh the household god. And it is nine months later. <sighs> and you know what I know love about ladies? They be quilting. Ladies oh, be yeah. quilting.
2: All three of them are quilting.
1: Yeah, she is now a member of the cult.
0: And uh her husband comes, looks at them all quilting together, and goes, must be nice. Must be nice. Which I hated. And then, <laughs> then, this is the dagger. This is the fucking yeah. dagger. I hated this so much. He, he opens walks that- over
2: to the closet, opens the door. The household god hang- hands him his jacket. They look at each other, and the god winks at him.
1: <laughs> And he winks back.
2: Yes. Executive executive producer, Richard P. Rubenstein.
1: You know, if this was like first season, you, compare this to like uh painkiller, the one where the guy has to like mm. murder his mm. wife to get out mm. of, to get rid of his back pain. Yeah. Like this is not a, this bitch episode. I'm, I'm already like jump into the, the writer's room. No, we're there. This we're is, in the writer's well, yeah, room. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, let's just, yeah, we're already there. So let's go.
1: Uh, I, I, I want to at least give the script the benefit of the doubt. I think this yeah. was like poorly executed and poorly directed. But yeah,
2: you and I were talking about this before. Uh, yeah, before the before we started recording, that we think that there is some stuff here, right? Mm-hmm. Some like legitimate, valid stuff. It's just you know, yeah, somebody I, I put know a that comment
1: a- for the the episode on. Um, On the YouTube page, so this episode is uh, available on YouTube and somebody, Mel Scott, two years ago uh, wrote like a little essay basically about how they, they saw this episode as an allegory for institutional sexism and how men use faith and religion as a tool for dominating women. Uh, which was, uh, which was interesting, said, uh, I feel this episode did an excellent job communicating the struggles women then and still face for trying to have a career while, uh, having a baby. The way she's gaslit into feeling like a failure, the well-meaning women in her life telling her oppression is normal, the way the husband doesn't need to raise his voice or hand to control his wife. Uh, I definitely see how a woman would write this episode as it speaks to the reduction of quality of life that motherhood brings, not because of the baby, but because of how the world Works. It's not sexist so much as it's about sexism. It's like, yeah, I I can, I can, and I can see some of that. uh, Yeah, I mean, maybe I
2: I hate to say this, but maybe a lot of Edith's episodes would have been better had they been done by a better director.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh,
2: But this one, this one specifically, because I mean, let's face it, she's written some real turds. But Mm -hmm. this, this one, I think that you're. I think that you're right that there's probably a lot more here. It's just that the director drove it into the ground.
1: Because I mean, here's the thing: we saw her when she was, you know, unfettered by the interruptions of this household god or whatever it was, which mm-hmm. let's call him a demon. Yeah. Uh she was doing fine. Sure she right. was So really, it's, you know, even if you are trying to do it all, the world is just going to push you down.
2: Right. And I mean, it it wasn't really until, uh, I don't want to say Laura started poisoning the well, but she was the first one that we see that's an external factor come in Mm -hmm. and start to, start to poke, right? Um, And, well, no, I guess the demon shows up and then she starts to poke, but uh you know the the husband's been there the whole time coordinating and it's just the that's other the thing
0: that drives yeah. it into a total I, it made me so mad because yeah, it... b- because it's like okay then she then then Deb needed to win yes yep. that that's my problem with the episode Deb need if if the husband's in on it then Deb needs to win because then the point is you will never beat this. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. Was it's
2: that, a, it's yeah, a bit it was nihilistic a of an ending. ending. It's, yeah. yeah it's...
0: Like, then, then the ending as it stands right now is it's impossible. Give up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. your partner who's supposed to be on your side isn't because that's just the way that it goes.
2: Well, and there's an unbeatable force against you that you just can't. Yeah. that. Eh. Correct. And,
0: and I think that was my problem is like if she did it and got to the other side of the household God and then they cast him out of the house, that would have been, you know, and then the end is them as a family holding the baby and she says, and, and she asks him to mop the floor and he goes... I'm on it. Yep. Something like that. Yep. Where they're a fucking family and they're all working together.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's the ending you would get in 2021. But I don't think that's the ending you would get in... In, in 1990. 1990. No. in this
0: one, yeah. it's, a, it's a real dick slap. It's like just, oh, you'll never get it, ladies, so don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. It's... But I feel like Edith is a better writer than that. hmm
2: uh, Well, I think she... Yeah, I I... Sometimes I have to agree. I have to agree that I, I think she was trying to say something other than what is being said, and that this is the fault of the. Well, I mean, it just the, the the director and and.
1: I think the idea, yeah, the tone, and, to like play it for laughs. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. what you
2: and I were talking about earlier. Is like if this was a serious episode that didn't have goofy sound effects and, and shit like that, mm-hmm. I think it would be a little different, but it is, it's it, a lot of things are played for laughs. And that's why like all three of us at a minute and 15 seconds, we all said, you know, fuck this episode. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I, I didn't, I didn't want it. I kind of knew where we were heading and I was like, no, yeah.
2: I don't I don't like it. I don't like it.
1: Totally fair. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, Jen, give us a scale. Well, actually no, let's uh, say before we do that. How would you fix it?
2: Uh I would take out any and all comedy elements. Uh And I mean I think that I think that Jenny made a good point earlier about um how it's kind of a Rosemary's baby, right, where mm-hmm. uh Laura serves as uh, God, I forget what their names were, but it was it was Ruth Gordon and her husband mm-hmm. and, and Rosemary's Baby, where they they kind of gaslight Rose, uh, Rosemary the, the whole time. Um, I think that Laura serves a purpose. It's just her delivery was always super weird. Um,
1: just there there was no payoff for this. I think no, Matt, how you were saying that um. You know, like she needed to win at the end of this, or even if it was like a false thing, like even if it was like a yeah, you know, I figured it out, and then you saw there was going to be like, oh no, she's never going to be able to beat this system. It's it's taking it a little more seriously, and
2: um. Oh, you you mean like an ending like Brazil,
1: where she thinks she wins
2: and then it pulls back. Yeah, okay, yeah, I could I could could go along with that. Right. Instead, it's just nope, you lose.
1: Right. (laughs)
0: Right. It, it, it's like giving in was the only way for her to win. Right. Yeah. And it's like that.
1: This episode that, is that not up. That, also fucking, yeah, under, yeah, that also
0: fucking undercuts motherhood and women who decide to stay home. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a real kick in the dick. Like it's not good either way it's played here. Yeah. yeah. So I think the only way that you could fix it without it being like it's you have to empower Deb to be able to make her choice. And she, yeah. she has a, her want is the ability is her ability to have her career and raise this kid. That's her want.
1: Cause you can see like right in the first, like when she is in bed doing that stuff, she's still like cooing at the baby and like, you know, playing with her toes and stuff. You can tell she wants to be a good mom. It's not like she's doing all this stuff at the expense, at the expense of, being... of her child. Yeah being a good so, wife and mother.
2: So how about this? At the end, she is able to defeat the the household demon in the presence of Laura and her mother-in-law and it shakes them out of it too. Mm. And oh so God. this yeah. this is this is something where the three of them are now let's you know let, let's break this system.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would love for her to defeat the, the demon with her, you know, business acumen or something.
0: Well like, well, like, at the end, have Gaia come in or something like that. Yeah. Or some, like, yeah. domestic yeah, yeah. goddess. Something. Judy something. Tenuta fucking walks in. <laughs> accordion blaring. Accordion blaring. They said Judy, said Judy, said Judy. He had an accordion, too. Yeah. But, like, then the other god runs away and it's like you got this i don't know anything yeah that would make it yeah, yeah. There's,
2: that would there's so many ways that it could have gone better than it did I... yeah i just yep, didn't like
0: sure. i just didn't like that it was like if you actually make the choice that you want to stay home with your child you're submitting to the hierarchical uh god <laughs> religion thing and if you don't you're going to get beaten down and the best thing to do is submit
1: Right.
2: Yeah. Just, just give up. Yeah. Aim low, kids. That way, even if you succeed, no one, no one cares.
1: Uh, so, <laughs> if you need the butter, it's under my face.
0: And it always ends in cream.
1: That's All right. right,
0: Jen, give us a scale.
1: Uh, I guess uh, scale of one to ten. Doo doo toy toys.
0: Four duked toy toys.
2: Uh, I give it two. I fucking hated this episode.
1: Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, three and a half.
0: I always should. I always go first, and I'm always too high.
1: A dollar. That's what I always say. <laughs> well,
2: no, I just. I, I normally we're we're pretty, pretty we're close, point, but this one, you know, I just I hated this episode.
0: All right. Well, you're about to hear all the ways that you can get in contact with us. Uh, we're we're gonna keep going, baby. Uh, we'll see you next time. Guys, did I forget anything? Uh, try to, uh, try enjoy to enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was proposed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly 8 Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Side, And on Twitter at TFTVS Email us at Tfromthedarkside@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.